Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decom Mission. Welcome. Welcome back. It's been a while. We're we back. We, yeah, we know that we just did the motocross episode last week, but haha, surprise, we recorded that at the end of January. Right. How long has it been since we actually recorded an episode? I can't the, remember the last day we did. The second week, the second to last week of January, I think. Oh my gosh. Well, the, it's the, been no, over the, a month. The, the second to last, no, the third to last weekend of January is when we recorded the episode. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, I almost forgot how to record. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so this is my first time, fair warning to everyone, this is my first time recording in my new apartment, because I moved. I'm now in our walk-in closet here, but we don't have a table for me to hook my mic arm to, so it is strapped to my chair. So if you hear any shaking noises that I have been unable to edit out, I'm super sorry. I'm trying my best. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out eventually, though. Especially once you get a table, I feel like it will be all set. Yeah, I can like see, I can see the little like wavering lines, which I'm not even moving. Sarah can attest to the fact that I'm sitting perfectly yes. still and all that I'm moving is my mouth and my microphone is shaking because of the air that I am blowing Breathing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a so, shaky chair. Yeah. That's a shaky arm. This arm's kind of, um, I want to get a standing one because they're more sturdy. And this one's been causing me problems. It took me like 20 minutes to set it up earlier and I was not having a good time. Anyway, so before we uh, had our big long break of me moving and Sarah's computer exploding, (laughs) uh, I was really excited because we were going to be watching Cadet Kelly, one of my favorite decoms of all time. And And then then we made Kira wait for a month. Six weeks. I remember the last episode. We're like, we're going to watch it sooner than we normally would wait to, to watch our next movie. Little did we know you we were gonna wait four it. weeks. We you jinxed, jinxed it. it. Yeah, because I had to. I had to spend time packing. Uh, I, I did not have time to edit, let alone record. So I was like, I, I have to push these episodes. Uh-huh. So we were gonna record them after like two weeks, and then Sarah's computer decided to explode. Yeah. So Kira reaches out. She's like, "Are you ready to record?" And I said, "Actually, my computer is not working, so I cannot." Tried to and then they I, sent try, it to I tried Texas. to fix it. Yeah, I tried to fix it myself because I always just watch YouTube videos to try to figure out what the issue is. But I couldn't figure out exactly what the issue was, so I took it into Apple. Well, I called them first. They couldn't figure it out, so they scheduled me an appointment at the Apple store. And then they ended up shipping it out to Texas for repair, and they just had their whole winter storm. I, what did they call it officially? I don't even know. I don't remember. But yeah, so they shipped it down there. It was extremely delayed coming back. Turn it on when I finally get it back, and it's the same exact issue. Nothing was fixed. So then they were trying to get me to find another Mac to offload my info so I could just erase the whole thing, and I'd have to buy this special cable to connect the Macs, and I was just like, oh my god, this is going to take so long to do. So now that I figured out what the official issue was... Because I called them again, and they someone actually figured out the issue was that I didn't have enough storage on my computer to run an update, and it was stuck in this loop. Yeah, is it because Mac still do? Because I know iOS still does it, where they just like stack updates on top of each yeah. other instead of actually erasing the old ones. Yeah, it's yeah. the dumbest thing. So I looked that up, and there's tons of videos and like explanations of people having this issue. Like, how do how did the people originally not know that this would be the issue? And that made me so angry because I spent so much money getting it fixed and so much time waiting for it. And I ended up just fixing it myself after staying up till 2 a.m. <laughs> and then I messaged yeah. here. I'm like, I'm so happy. It was a good thing for me to wake up to, let me tell you, because I had a plan because I up I uploaded the episode before I knew that Sarah's computer wasn't working again. I had this I had this plan for a filler episode for Ethan and I to rewatch one of the movies that we already watched or like watch you know a Disney a Disney movie and like talk about it or something. So it was going to be a it was going to be an interesting episode, but I'm it glad is, that it's this instead. It is something that would still be really fun to do, especially now that I'm back too. We could have like the three of us on here maybe yeah. as for a special episode someday. He wants to be on here for Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior okay. or Johnny Capala. So Oh, we could make it happen. Guest yeah, one of those. Guest I think star. those are, I think those are next season though. Unfortunately, 
I just flicked my card. Sorry if that came on. But anyway, it's Cadet Kelly Day. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, so Cadet Kelly is from 2002. It's rated G. It's an hour 40 minutes. I'm not even reading anything. I just remember this. Um, it's got a pretty good, good, pretty good blurb. It's got a pretty good blurb. Let me read it's it. It's got a good big blurb and a good small blurb. Blurb, blurb, blurb. Where'd my, blurb, my Disney Plus page went away? Bring back Cadet Kelly. Cadet. Is there anything else that's cadet? Nope. So it's TVG 2002, hour 40, coming of age and comedy. And I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Maybe sports. There's a little bit of sports in here, I would say. Yeah, especially at the end. Yeah, it's like the third act is all sports. Yeah. So the blurb is, Kelly Collins is an artistic, fashion-minded teen who's forced to go from flashy fab to olive drab at her stepdad's military academy. As the clumsiest, most clueless recruit ever to botch basic training, Kelly seems to be fighting an uphill battle to fit in. But can Kelly prove she's tougher than her by-the-books commanding officer and leave her own mark on the school? Who knows? That's a good blurb. Mm-hmm. It gives you an idea, but it doesn't spoil anything. Yeah. And then the mini blurb is... Are you? Do you have it up? I don't, but I can pull it up on my phone if you want. It's super easy. I just remember it is, it's just like... A fashion-minded teen is forced to go from flashy fab to olive drab at military school. It is. An artsy teen goes from fab to drab after enrolling in a military academy. She doesn't enroll herself. Her parents force her to go. Right. It's a huge plot point. Not really a plot point. Maybe by enrolling, they just mean, like, in general, she's enrolled. Not that she chose to. Yeah, I think they should have said is enrolled at. Yeah. Or starts at or something. Um, okay, so like the big blurb for this movie is Kelly Collins, who's played by I keep wanting to just call her Lizzie McGuire. Uh Hillary Duff. I was a Haley Duff. Oh, wow, my brain. Uh she's at this like artsy fartsy school in New York City where like they don't do math and they like, you know, string streamers all around and their projects are they take videos of their family and make a documentary or something um and her mom gets married to a military dude who gets a job as a commandant at this big fancy military school called george washington military academy i think and she's forced to go to this school because they're moving upstate so that they can live at the commandant's house And she goes, like, really willingly. Like, she's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I love you, mom. Like, whatever. Like, super cool. Yeah. And her dad, her, her, like, birth dad is a photographer, and he he can't, like, take her because he's always traveling the world. And so she goes to the military academy, and, of course, she doesn't really fit in, and she, you know, has a bunch of problems with authority and conformity, and she, like, butts heads with Christy Carlson Romano, who's her cadet captain, and she uh, gets a big old crush on Sean Ashmore, which I just realized, did anything come from that? He, you know Not what? really. I don't know. I feel like that at no, the end they were kind of like, like love oh yeah, between the three of them, like, but yeah, we did such a great job working together, but... Yeah, I don't think there was ever any romantic solution at the end of it, which is fine. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Leave it leave it vague. Um, it's possible they wanted to make a sequel to it. Oh yeah, Cadet um, Captain Kelly or whatever she, she... <laughs> Cadet Captain uh Stone? Christy no, like what, what the sequel would be called. Oh Cadet okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I can't like, remember what? what officially she became at the end of it. Oh, I can't remember either. Uh I don't think she was Cadet Captain, but it was something something higher was than what ridiculous. She was yeah, yeah. Um. So about halfway through the movie, there's like a. She does. She paints Christy Carlson Romano's hair and gets sentenced to cadet court. <laughs> which is I wonder ridiculous. if that's really a thing that like I don't know, but it seems through. so. It seems so ridiculous that students would be allowed to. Uh, to decide that another student was guilty. There, there's no way that could be unbiased at all. No right. way. So, cadet court made me very angry. But then she's sentenced to be, like, the scut job shoe shiner person for the drill team. 
And then she decides she really likes the drill team, but she thought it was stupid before, but then she tries out for the drill team, and then she gets on the drill team, and then they go to a drill team competition, and her dad is supposed to be there, but her dad's not there, and she knows something's wrong, and so they, she and the commandant go and find her dad has fallen off a rock, and so she gets to rappel down the rocks, which she's been training for, and then they save her dad, and then she gets to go back to the competition and do her little duet thing with Christy Carlson Romano, which is basically just a hambone fight. Yeah. with some streamers yeah um and then that's the movie yeah there was a lot of stuff going on in this movie yeah that's a that's a really really bare bones description of this movie i should mm-hmm. stipulate like that's that's low i'm so sorry i'm gonna say this again i can see it on my on my recording screen i'm so sorry if there's a lot of like shaky sounds i'm trying my best everyone i really am i promise <laughs> It'll get better. You'll, you'll get it figured out. I have faith in you. <laughs> yeah. So, I've said this before. I've, I've watched this movie a lot. I have forgotten. So, I haven't watched this since college previously. I, th- I think I watched it in college. I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but I, I had watched it more recently than many of these. Sans the 13th year and Pixel Perfect, because I watched those last year. Yeah. But... I, this was one of the ones, I've talked about this before, but I would, like, circle when it was playing. The old TV in, guide uh, in the newspaper. In the TV guide yes. in the newspaper. Um, I'm pretty sure I tried to record this from TV once, but I was really bad at recording on TV. And I think I tried to use, like, a a tape that, like, wasn't re-recordable or something. So, like, I really liked this movie. Oh, my gosh. I really wish you could have actually recorded it on a VHS tape and still had it because I love watching stuff that I recorded on TV a long time ago. It's so fun to see commercials. The commercials are the best part. It's so fun to see the commercials. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm sure there's a pile of VHSs at my parents' bases. Bases? Basement. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, So yeah. But I I was very excited for this one. I'd never seen this one. Or if I had, it was back when it first came out, but I didn't remember anything that happened in this movie, so I'm pretty sure I never actually saw it. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting having one that you had seen a lot, but I had never seen before. Yeah, that's a big, that's a, it's a, especially because it was like, yeah, it was one I'd seen so many times. Because like, this is the one I had seen, I've, I've seen this one I probably just a few times less than I watched Luck of the Irish because I did have Luck of the Irish like on a professional VHS mm-hmm. like that we bought from the store. So it was less than that. But for some reason, I remember it better because I think I had to like actively seek it out every time. Yeah. I'm just surprised because I used to love Lizzie McGuire. So I don't know why I never watched this because it had Hillary Duff in it. And this is just Lizzie McGuire goes yeah. to military Even, school. Yeah, That's the voiceover. You caught on to the voiceover at the beginning. You're like, did they copy yeah. this from Lizzie McGuire? I'm like, you know what? I'm just so used to having voiceovers with Hillary Duff's yep. voice that I was just used to it. I don't even know what it was. I think it was like some sort of like video or not video. It was like a narration. It sounded like at the end, like it was supposed to be like a narration assignment. Mm-hmm. So it was. It was interesting. What do you want to jump into first? The test of time or the moral? I have no, no opinion. <laughs> Let's do test of time first. Okay. Do you have any strong feelings on the test of time? Not really. I actually, when I was thinking about test of time wise, I was, I kept going back to Cowbells, which is funny because you brought up Cowbells last night. I did, yeah. And Cowbells is from 2006, which is later than four this years later four years later i kept saying this was from yeah. 2006 in the in the, the watch along but too. i think it was the vibe of oh the fashionistas are gonna try this thing yeah. that they have to actually be more like professional in and that had the same sort of vibe and the style was very 2000s but there wasn't anything yeah, but it that wasn't... was like ridiculous no and there was it. so much less of it because they were at a military school with all these military uniforms yeah basically the cell phone and, and then, like, like, the hair stuff at the beginning, yeah. like, with the, the feathery, frilly things and the hair ties, yeah, that was very 2000s, and her room was decorated like a 2000s like, room. But besides it that... It didn't feel super 2002. No, I was impressed. Yeah, the music, there were a couple 2000 songs, but I thought that just yeah. added a nice touch to it. Yeah, I'm... 
I'm trying to think, because I was thinking about this when we were watching it, and I was like, dang, this movie holds up pretty darn well. Yeah. Like, I would say it holds up better than Cowbells, was, because yeah. Cowbells, there's so much. I was going to give it higher than Cowbells. So I had Cowbells at a six and a half, so I was thinking so did I. at least a seven or, for this one. Something. So I have the 13th year at 775, and I think this is this holds up better than that. I'm thinking about giving this an eight, honestly. Because, and, and not because I'm like, whoa, you can't tell it's from 2002 at all, but because I'm impressed at its lasting ability. Right. Like, you can, it doesn't, f- it's not overly 2000s. You can yeah. tell, though, at certain points that it is from the 2000s, but it still holds up and it's not repulsively 2000s. Yeah. It's, it's got the charm. It's not too in your face. It's, it feels pretty blank slate in a lot of ways. There isn't a lot of slang. Yeah, I was thinking about that. There really yeah. isn't a lot of, like, early 2000s or 90s slang in this. It's pretty it's pretty base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8. I'm going to do an... A, I'm going to do a 775. Okay. I have the original Xenon at an 8, so I want to put it, like, a little under that just to keep the charm. You put the original Xenon yeah, and I, the 13th year at the same oh, wait, level? Oh, wait, no, hold on. I'm looking at, I'm looking at moral. Nope, oh, I have, okay. test of time, I have Xenon at an 875. Never mind. I'll do an 8 okay, for this one, I was too. Like, what? <laughs> I was, I was looking like, at how the wrong do you have the 13th year at Xenon at the same level? Because I'm pretty sure I, I have I went Xenon back, at a 9. Yeah, I went back oh, to eight, look seven, at the 8, and I don't know why my my eyes just went to that. But yeah, I'll stick with an 8 for this one, then. Because, like, the color of friendship is kind of timeless in a lot of ways because it is a historical drama. Yeah. But, so, like, that deserves its 9. But, yeah, this is... I'm trying to be not so biased, but I do think that this one, this one I still had fun with. I still could relate to it. Yeah. Also, Kelly wasn't, Kelly was really well written because she wasn't just this like airhead who had, you know, she was a brat. Like she wasn't a brat at all. Like she, she was kind of quirky and like artsy and she had moments where she like broke down, but they were totally warranted. Like when Christy Carlson Romano's character ripped up her blanket, mm-hmm. like that was warranted. When her stepdad basically told her mom that Kelly was ruining his school, definitely warranted. Yeah, but even then she kept her composure and I don't know how, but yeah. she just... And she just went back. Yeah. Yeah, she like went back and, and decided like, I'm going to try, like I, I want to leave, but like I'll do what I can type of thing. Like she, she's a good character and she's honestly a good example for younger kids. Yep. Because she didn't, she, she did something petty. She got reprimanded for it, but she, she learned to move on. She learned how to be herself in a situation that is difficult. So like this is a this is a movie where it's like going into the moral, but it's like there's a lot of beat yourself in this movie. It's I don't think it's it's the just I don't think the moral is just be yourself because I like I have I have like little tweaks on some I have three morals, but it's like one of them is kind of that, but it's like I almost feel like actually kind of tweaking one of them. I feel like it's kind of more like never stop being yourself yeah i think that's really good especially with um kelly's character and how she's always just yeah. goofy and doing whatever makes her happy and she doesn't care what other people think because mm-hmm. she's still herself in the end she's still mm-hmm. herself while doing the military school gig like she's not she isn't brainwashed into being someone she's not and she's able to make it work so i think it's a good i I just think it's a really good example. Yeah. I think I think she's a really, really well-written character. And I think Hilary Duff does a great job. And she's tiny. She's so small. Yeah. Did you guys know that Hilary Duff is only 5'2"? Bless her. Kira had a great job at guessing heights last night. She's like, oh my gosh, she's so short compared to, to Sergeant or Captain Stone. And then you yeah. looked up her height and she's 5'7". Which I had guessed. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, Hilary Duff... And her character, she's so tiny compared to that. And you're like, she's probably 5'2". Yeah. She's you got a good eye lot. for that. She's so tiny. Yeah. So, yeah, Never Stop Being Yourself. I also have It's Okay to Be Yourself, which I I, I like Never Stop Being Yourself better, even though I just thought of it. Haha. <laughs> I also have Everyone Has Aspirations. And 
this one I couldn't quite figure out the right wording for, but it's like find the connection. Like everybody, everybody can be related to in some way. Yeah. Which is something that Kelly tries to do, which it's like, I don't think that's not it, but I also could not figure out a better way to say that. Yeah. I feel like that was a lot of, when I was trying to figure out morals, I was like, I don't know how to word these. And I still can't find a good site that helps me find good proverbs for these. Because whenever I search for it, it just, it lists a ton of things, but I want to search for it by category. So I'm I'm still trying. that'd be great. Make a site, Sarah. I will make a site of morals and proverbs. I actually ended up finding some Aesop's fables that fit pretty well. So I have, I wrote down a lot of stuff. I have things for um, Jenny or Sergeant Stone about kindness is better than force and the way, Mm. um, the way to achieve your own success is to be willing to help somebody else get theirs first, their success, because she learns that at Mm. the end, like accepting someone and training them is better than just forcing them to be good. And then for Kelly, I have in the midst of chaos, there's also opportunity. Like in the the midst of going to military school and being outside your comfort zone, there's ways to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, Kindness wins people over. What else? Just follow your gut I have. Don't Mm -hmm. always expect a reward since at the end they don't win. I love that they don't win. Spoilers. Yes. It's so good that they don't win. I hate so when people. Win. I hate when things. I hate when people win. Like it's just like yeah. there's no. They were five points down. Like yeah, Kelly and sorry, yeah, Kelly and Jennifer's routine was great, but they weren't perfect. So it's yeah. like I just appreciate that they got second. Yep, and I think that's a an important moral to have in movies. Sometimes is you don't always win. It doesn't always work out. So that's not the main moral. It's just a little. No, side it's one. just nice. It's nice. Just a nice it's an it's a it's not an accidental true. It's just like one that's important that's included. Yeah. So which I think which, they did a really good job of putting a bunch of smaller ones, as well as having a big moral. They did a really good job of having all these other things going on that you learn. Yeah, from as this well. movie's jam packed with morals, and not in a like shoving it down your throat way. It's just really they're just really good undertones to the story. Because mm-hmm. there's also the whole aspect of I must call her Hazel, uh, the with Carla. Carla is uh, Kelly's new best friend at military school, and then her old best friend from art school comes to see their drill competition, and she introduces her to everyone as her truest friend. And Carla gets really upset, and then uh, uh, Kelly says to her something that her mom said when her mom said that she was pregnant, which is, you know. I don't love you less. I just, I, I've just loved her longer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you know, there is this, this aspect to that saying where it's like, oh, that feels like a jab. You know, it feels like, oh, well, you know, you couldn't love me longer. But it's like, no, it's just chance. It's just, you know, that's just you how met, time works. Yeah. You met this person before and therefore you've known them longer. It's yeah. It's just what it is. So it's a really, that was a really interesting, it was a really interesting phrase. I called her Hazel because I have been watching, rewatching Degrassi: The Next Generation. I lied. I've rewatched. I should say, not. I didn't lie, but I watched all of junior high and high school. And let me tell you, junior high, fun, campy, after school special, dumb stuff. High school gets really soapy and it like starts feeling more like Degrassi: The Next Generation. And I'm not a huge fan of high school in that. So like. Take Degrassi High with a grain of salt. Also, the theme song is not as good. I love watching the the theme song progression through the next generation because I feel like they yeah. tweak it. They do. No, the 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 tweak in junior high to high school is that they change the lyrics but not the song, and it doesn't oh, fit. I don't like it. But I've been but I've been rewatching Next Generation, and it's just the best worst background noise because it's just so funny, um, and. The girl who plays Carla, I was like, I think that that's Hazel on The Next Generation, and lo and behold, it was. Yep. So it's just really funny. It's the exact opposite character, because Hazel on the on, uh, Degrassi is like this, you know, popular sidekick character. Yeah. But it was really funny, because you could tell she was from Canada in this movie. Yeah. What was the last decon that we... You spotted him right away, where there was a, a kid from Degrassi. Oh, that was in Color of Friendship. That was uh, Ryan Cooley. Right. Okay. I was like, I feel like we just watched that one. But yeah, yeah that yeah. was the last one a while ago or two ago. 
It was a while ago, though. It was a while ago. Oh, My man. brain can't process how long it's been. It's been a while. Yeah, so... I... Degrassi is trash, and I'm never going to say it's not trash. Yeah. But when I'm working, I I like to have something that's, like, people talking, but isn't really a... I like podcasts. I'm not going to say I don't like podcasts, because, like, I'm making one. But sometimes podcasts that I like to listen to are a little bit too information-heavy for when I'm working, especially with my job, because I'm an office coordinator, so I have to take phone calls, and I have to do mailings, and I have to, like, run around the office. So I like to have stuff that I can kind of tune out and tune in when I need to, and I'm really good at doing that with stuff that I've seen before or stuff that's really, uh, like, uh, not the best dialogue, i.e. the grassy. Um, (laughs) so that's, that's why I have it on the background. And it's just, it's just the stuff that happens in that show is is such garbage. It's so funny. I should, I should start watching it when I'm falling asleep because I'm the same way with having the background stuff, but I need it when I'm falling asleep because I like it's comforting for me to have some sort of talking in the background when I'm falling mm-hmm. asleep. If it's dead quiet, I cannot fall asleep. No. But if it's something that's I've never seen before or it's really exciting, obviously I'm going to be focused on that instead of falling asleep. So if it's just something in the background that's that's trash and it's just voices that are talking, it will help me fall asleep. I should probably try it. Yeah. It's... I don't think it's music is that invasive either. I remember... No, I can't say I remember falling asleep to Grassy. I've never fallen asleep to Grassy. I didn't have a TV in my room. Like, I I didn't start falling asleep to shows until, I like, after college. Yeah. But usually what I fall asleep to is, like, old cartoons. You know, the comfort shows that you used to watch when you were a kid. Like what? Or like documentaries. What? Hmm? Like what shows? Oh, any, like... Disney, well, I shouldn't even say shows because usually I put a Disney like VHS tape on there. Ah, uh, precious. Plus, you get that, but, the like VHS sounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This episode is going a lot quicker than I thought it would go. I thought we would, I, but I'm just like I, I, I going into the. Oh, we haven't graded the moral. Yeah, yet. <laughs> we need we need to pick our like official moral. Yeah. Um, I like, I like never stop being yourself. There was one that you said, too, that I have now forgotten because my memory is uh, oh so small. Was it was the it one the in the midst of chaos? One? There's also opportunity? Maybe. Is that the second to last one you said? Mm. I had kindness wins people over or kindness no. is better than force. No, because that was um, just with Jenny. Follow your gut. Don't always expect a reward. No. The way to achieve your own success is to be willing to help somebody else get it first. No, I just like that one. It must be the the one that I've already forgotten that you just said. The opportunity, chaos, opportunity. In, chaos, in the midst chaos, of chaos, there's also opportunity. So I feel like I feel like it's like a mix of both, where it's like even even when you're out of place, you can you know never stop being yourself. Yeah. That's it's okay to not like fit that. in. It's okay to not there fit in. There you go. I did it. I found it. I've dug it out of the ground. Yeah, it's, it's okay to not fit in. Or it's good All to right. not fit in. But... On okay. to the ranking. Uh, the sheet. I'm going to be honest about the ranking of this moral. I'm going to also rank it just in the fact that it had so many and did them all really well. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take that into consideration as well. This is no Scream Team. Like... And I don't even think it's as good as The Color of Friendship, because, like, holy crap, that one's also really good, and it's very possible that one will also be bumped to a 10. Yes. But let me see. Don't look out there, but I have 825. 825 Teen Beach 2 at a 9.25. Do you think it's as good as the Teen Beach movies? Yes. There you go. I think... I'm trying to decide if I think it's as good as Teen Beach... One or two. One or two. Team Beach one is just on nine, right? Yep. Be master of your own fate versus you can be whoever you want to be. I feel like I'm going to give it the same as Team Beach two because they're very similar morals and I think they both do them very well. Yep. I was thinking that too. I'm going to do a nine to five. Yeah. I think, yeah, because it's the same thing where it's like Team Beach two is, you know, you're making your own path. 
you know, be master of your own destiny, but also, like, do it your own way. You don't have to do it the way that someone else does it. Mm-hmm. So and She's I, so good at being herself. And yeah. Like, like her kindness. She doesn't, she doesn't change her kindness, and you can tell no. she's kind of holding back sometimes, and then she remembers. She's like, I need to be true to myself. Yeah. And when she's just, like, when she does her routine in front of, what's his name, her, her crush... And she's just being herself the whole time. And then he says, do it again. And she does it again. I'm just like, you are so confident in yourself. It's amazing. Yeah. I like this moral also because it does apply. It does apply to everyone. Because like with Kelly, obviously, it's a very active, it's okay to not fit in. But for the Commandant and Jenny, it's very much a, it's okay for someone else to not fit in. And then for Brad, it's also kind of the like, it's cool that she doesn't fit in type of thing. Yeah. For Carla, even... it's like, and Carla, it's like, it's okay to, to not fit in. Like, my, it's okay to see someone else not fit in. And for, I cannot remember her name, but it was like Jenny's sidekick who was great and I love her. Ramos. Yes, Ramos. I was she just going to bring also, her up. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I don't like music and I don't like dancing. And she's like, that's just who she is and yeah. that's who she wants to be. Yeah. And Kelly has to learn that that's okay too. And she does. And she understands and she goes, oh, okay. But she also, she. <laughs> Kelly is able in this movie to bring out the unique qualities of people and see who they are. Like, she gets to see, like, the true person. And it's it's cool. Because mm-hmm. Especially because they're at this military school where everyone's supposed to be, you know, cookie-cutter the same. So, I just really and like And I like movie. even that conflict she has at the end where she knows her dad is in trouble. Yeah. But she's also trying to be true to her team and stick around. But you know that she wants to be true to herself and her instincts and go find her dad. And that internal yeah. struggle was just such a big really, moment. because she did a really good job. two big sides of her, yeah. yeah and it took really the stepdad coming in to be like, okay, you need to follow your gut and be yourself. Yeah, and he's like, it's okay. They'll be okay without you right now. They can do it with, instead of four lines, they were three lines and that's fine. The only problem is they didn't tell anyone, they didn't which tell is anybody. weird. Yeah, that was the only issue. But, yeah, no, this movie, and initially the commandant is like, he's a bad dad, he's a bad dad, but he's the only one of the bad dads to, like, really redeem himself. So I yes. wouldn't even, he's not even really classified as a bad dad anymore. I went through such a struggle in this movie with the bad dad scenario. I was like, Kira, is he a bad dad, the stepdad? And you're like, no. I think you even said, like, oh, like, he's not as bad as, like, other Dads I think I said he redeems himself. I think I said yeah, that he... Yeah, and he does. Yeah. And then when the other dad didn't show up, I'm like, oh my gosh, is he going to turn into a bad dad? Is he just not going to show up? And then it turns out he was just injured and couldn't I make forgot it. about that entirely, too. I was like, I even called, I was like, I wonder if he doesn't show up to the meet. I know. But he was, so like, I was dying. so back and forth in this movie between the dad and the stepdad going back and forth. Is he bad? Or are they bad? Are they yeah. good? I don't know. But they both ended up being Yeah, they were good. fine. Yeah. Um, and the mom was fine. Were they great for not telling Kelly, you know, including her in the conversation? No, of course not. But whatever. Um, it also helps that the commandant was played by Gary Cole, who's very, very, very good actor. Um, he's the guy that most people will probably recognize from Office Space as the boss who goes like, yeah, I'm going to need you to get me that by 4 p.m. on Tuesday. That'd be great. He's that guy. And there's like, there were memes about him and everything. He was mm-hmm. also, he's also a voice in Bob's Burgers. He's uh, Sergeant Bosco, the cop. Um, He's like one of those guys that you, you know, like you just know Gary Cole, but you might not like know his name. I just know his name because I really like Gary Cole. Um, And he did a great job in this movie. He was very, very good. Um, Yeah. I haven't been subtle. I really like this movie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it holds up really well i think it's really fun i think it has a very good message i think the acting is fantastic i think the direction is pretty good um i don't think it's like mind-blowing the director didn't do any other decoms they are still working they're doing a lot of tv uh there was a one of the things that was great is this was written by a writing team where one of them was a woman so that's good always a plus yes. always a plus um and they've done other writing things but i didn't look into it too much um, one thing I didn't... Oops, I just bumped my mic. But One thing I didn't look up was the IMDb trivia for this movie. So I'm going to do that now. I bet, there, I bet there's a few things on there. Yeah, I bet there's at least a couple. Okay. I love that it's the first thing that comes up on IMDb with Cadet as well. Uh Oh, the tagline for this movie was too cool for the rules. 
Oh my god. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> so Sean Ashmore, who played Brad, had to attend military school for three months, also taking voice lessons to be able to project, project as a cadet major. Wow. Uh, in the movie, Kelly Collins is 13 years old, Jennifer Stone is 16 years old, and Brad Rigby is also 16 years old. In reality, Hilary Duff was 15... I just clicked my tongue. In reality, Hilary Duff was 15 years old, Christy Carlton... Wow. Christy Carlton Romano was 18 years old, and Sean Ashmore was 23 years old. Wow, he was 23? Uh, let's see. This was the very first Disney Channel original movie to air on the wonderful world of Disney on ABC in the United States and CBC in Canada. The second decom to air on ABC and CBC was Camp Rock. So that's probably why this had such a big... So I remember when it came out, it was like a big thing. Yeah, that's why I'm even more surprised that I didn't see it because I watched the wonderful world of Disney on ABC a lot because we we had cable when I was younger, but then we didn't when I was older. So we watched a lot of wonderful world of Disney on ABC. So the only other thing that I think is kind of interesting on the trivia is that Gary Cole and Christy Carlson Romano have both voiced characters in Kim Possible, where Christy Carlson Romano obviously was Kim, but Gary Cole voiced her dad. Huh. I did not know that. And his name was Tim Possible. (laughs) That's fun. It's amazing. I love, I love OG Kim Possible cartoon. Um... Yeah. So, I'm waffling. I'm having kind of a similar feeling to the Scream team that I had, where I was like, ah, but I'm biased, because I like (laughs) this movie so much, because I grew up with it. What do I do? Because I... And didn't you end up raising your score for Scream Team after a while? Because you're like, you know what? It is actually that good. I did. This one, I'm I'm starting at an A minus. Because I, I like, was gonna do an A minus. I feel like I'm just like copying you, but I'm like, no, this is what I was thinking too. Because I was I was gonna put it at the same as Teen Beach too, which I have at an A minus. Yeah, I think it's an A minus. It's possible that down the road I might I might do an A, but yeah. I, I feel like I the wanna... scores for Test of Time and Moral like line up with what I've had for A minuses. Yeah. So it makes sense. I think I want to do a, a higher than Teen Beach 2, though. So I think I think I like this movie better than Teen Beach 2. I like Teen Beach 2. Not saying I don't. Excuse me. But, uh, but I shouldn't because, but Teen Beach 2 is newer. So like, of course, it's going to have a higher test of time ranking. I think. I can never remember what our ranges are for numbers. I know, I need to redo it. I, I, to, I was I thinking a little below Team Beach 2. I think I like Team Beach 2 a little more than this one, but not so much more. Yeah. So I was going to do a 92. I'm going to do a 91, because I have Team Beach 2 at a 90, and you have it as a 93. I think you like Team Beach 2 just in general more than I do. Yeah. Which is fine. So yeah, I think I'm going to do a 91 A-. minus. Oh, yeah, I guess if you have a, a 90 A minus, then I can have a 90, 92 A minus. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. I'll go through at some point and listen to the, the season wrap and figure out what our range was. Figure it out. We had a weird system. It was like seven points. We sure points did. Of... We, we, it worked We're like, for we'll the remember time. this. I mean, this is we'll going to be so easy. We'll also just need to do it for the, the next season anyway. So. Yeah. Darn. I like I have some things written down, but I was like expecting to talk about it so much more. But it's just like I with movies that I really like, I obviously like want to talk about them, but I also don't want to talk about them too much because I want people to go watch them. Yeah. So but I have I say I have more stuff written down. Let's see. Let's see what we haven't talked about. Uh, My favorite line from this movie that was actually in this movie was her dad meets her at her her original school her like artsy school and he goes mm, you want some dirty water hot dogs because they're in new york city and so it's like one of those just like street hot dogs yeah which are um, i'm sure amazing but i can testify that was one of the big food things when i went to visit kira in new york i'm like i have to get a street vendor hot dog I don't See, know why. I just love hot dogs. I know they're disgusting Ethan and they're made out of crap. Ethan loves hot dogs. Ethan loves hot dogs. Um, my thing is that when I'm in New York, I need to get street falafel because street falafel is the best falafel on the planet. I'm pretty sure when I got a hot dog, you probably got a street falafel. There, not probably. I definitely you did. did. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I love them because it just, and the sauces are so good and the falafel is always cooked perfectly and they just put, it's so, it's so good. I could literally eat a, a street falafel every day. Like, I know there are people in the world who have, like, hot dogs for lunch every day in New York. They just, like, go on the street and get one from a cart. I would do that with falafel. I would do that mm-hmm. every, and they're, like, five dollars. They're so cheap. I'm, I'm drooling. Like, you can hear the spit in my mouth. <laughs> I miss them so much because I get, yeah, I know I get, I get falafel from like Mediterranean places and Ethan makes falafel and he does it really well, but there's just something about those tree falafel. They're so good (laughs) and they're so, they're not dry. Like a lot of falafel you get from restaurants are dry because they're chickpeas and it's just, uh, I need to know how they do it. It's so amazing. Uh, oh, the, a question I had at the beginning of this movie is that they're moving upstate, and the, the one of the first things that we see is that the mom works in an office. Mm-hmm. Like, she's in an office in New York City, and my question is, what happened to her job? Did she just quit? Apparently, she was a psychiatrist, or she did something with psychology. Yeah, so maybe she's psychologist doing... or psychiatrist. I can't remember what yeah. she said she did. But she, she talks about that but it's like maybe she's the school psychologist but it's like that's never really talked about so it's a weird thing that she just dropped her job yeah i hope she kept some sort of job when she moved and didn't just give up her whole career yeah because that'd be a bummer oh Uh, her exploding hat (laughs) that was i loved that scene when she's lining up but she has her her scarf around her neck and her bracelets and um carla's like you have to take that off so she stuffs it all in her hat and then, yeah, uh, why do I keep forgetting what her rank is? Captain? Major? Captain. Cadet Captain. Captain Stone takes, or comes over to inspect her, t- takes off the hat and it just, it explodes everywhere. I'm <laughs> like, why do the things explode off her head? But it's so funny. It's so funny. A question I have that I just thought of having read the IMDb trivia now is, why is she 13? What years are at this school? Like, is this like an 8 through 12 school? Maybe. I mean, beginning of high school. Well, no, that. No, you're 14. 14. Yeah, that's right. Huh. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's. Seems like a weird oversight. I mean, it's never said in the movie, as far as I remember. Like, it's not something that they're like, Mom, I'm 13, like in Halloween Town. Yeah. Or maybe she skipped a grade, or maybe just because her stepdad was running the place, they let her in early. I don't know. No idea. Oh, when she was walking down the street and just saluting everybody as she went by. That was so funny. That was so funny. She had so many funny moments, just dancing, being herself. I'm so glad that Hilary Duff has been able to have a career and has been allowed to keep her head. Like, she, she, I have a lot of respect for her in that regard. Um, Because she's very skilled at what she does. Like, Mm -hmm. she's... She had a lot of innate talent, and she worked, and she's she's great. I'm glad that she's been able to to keep at it. Yeah, me too. Uh, there was a part where Christy Carlson Romano and Hilary Duff were talking to Brad, and they, I don't know what happened, and then Hilary Duff just goes, rub my head! Some people rub my head for good luck, and then he just, like, rubbed her head, and yeah. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so what? <laughs> um... Oh, the caption for you when it was an yeah. unarmed uh, I was just like, about dance to say sequence that. or drill sequence. So and what the, did it say for you? The captions for this movie, surprise, surprise, were flawed. Thank you, Disney+. Plus. They were at the first competition, which was just them and another another team. And the George Washington School, the Cadet Kelly School, did their, their routine. And then the caption said, all right, uh, Roller School unarm the competition and i was like unarm the competition what are Go they gonna do guns. those those <laughs> guns aren't even real what's the point no it's the the dude said unarmed competition yeah like i was really confused for way too long but then you know i saw that it was just like the the two women just like hand boning and i was like okay whatever if you don't know what hand boning is it's basically just like slapping yourself all over to make rhythmic sounds and i was like okay it has to just mean unarmed competition and then later in the movie it said one of the captions said unarmed competition and i'm like you know what you should do 
keep it the same as the first one. The other one once you realize that you made a mistake. Hmm. Adding it to our invisible list of captioned complaints yeah. for Disney. It's really bad. Give me this job. I can do it better. Um and then yeah. And speaking the of those, thing. the streamers at the end where they just yeah. brought the streamers out of nowhere. Amazing. They weren't they weren't out of nowhere because they were on the ground in front of them. The whole time? But it was amazing. Yeah. See, I didn't even notice it. So wow, good job to them for having streamers. They were lined up they were lined up like right on the lines in the gym. Uh, so they blended in. Gotcha. Um, but they were still amazing. I read like a BuzzFeed listicle months ago that was like, you know, Disney moments that still make you feel or something ridiculous. And one of them was the unarmed competition between these two because it is fun. It's not directed as well as I remember because it's got a lot of like choppy moments, but it was still it was still fun. Yeah, it was it was still, it still made me feel their routine. Yeah, and I, it was so funny because they were like, "Oh, you're not gonna expect what's coming." And that's yeah. totally what they were talking about was this ribbon dancing yeah. or streamer bit that they did. Didn't see that one coming. Didn't see it coming. And they still lost. Which is good. Yes, it's still good. That's all I have. The only other thing I have written down is handbone fights. At one point, Christy Carlson Romano and Hilary Duff are... When Christy Carlson Romano was initially going to be doing it as a solo. And so she's like practicing on the field. And then Hilary Duff just starts like chasing her and pretending to do it. And they basically have this like unarmed fight. Yes. It's so (laughs) funny. It's so fun. And then, um, what's his name? Yes. He just looks over and I'm just like, oh, he's totally thinking those two girls are so hot. How do I choose between the two of them? (laughs) Such an early 2000s movie. And I Uh, love it. So good. That's the only thing I had besides that was the hug moment at the end where the stepdad is finally comfortable with hugging and it's such a good moment for the family. It was really nice. It was a it was a good development moment Mm -hmm. because the whole thing is like she's she keeps saying like he's not ready to be a dad, which is true. So. It's interesting. Um, yeah, this is a short one. I don't really have anything else to talk about unless anyone wants to talk about Degrassi, which I'm not going to talk to people about Degrassi because it's just trash. It's trashy. <laughs> trashy Degrassi. It's trashy Degrassi. I am watching better stuff, I will say. Um, I've been watching, I've been rewatching the seasons that I have already watched of the Great British Bake Show, Breaking Great British Baking Show, because Ethan's never seen it. And then I'll move on to stuff that I haven't seen. At some point, when my brain has settled, I will watch WandaVision because I really want to. I really wanted to. Ha ha ha. Ha ha We just finished all of Psych, which the last time we all watched, we watched all of Psych, uh, we stopped after the point, the, the, like, turning point in, like, season six or something. And we were like, ugh. But we finished it. It's still good. Still had fun. <laughs> no surprise here. I've been watching a lot of true crime. Oh my god, no way. No way. I watched the Night Stalker one and the oh, yeah. Cecil Hotel one. Were either of those any good? I like them. Okay. The Cecil Hotel one, so is, is there anything new or do they just talk about it? They they talk about it and they talk about the theory that is probably likely in the final episode. I don't know if you want me to like... I won't because maybe people who are listening to this want to watch it. So I won't spoil anything. Okay. But, yeah, we can talk about it at another time. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I found the Night Stalker one to be really interesting, but it's kind of, it's a lot, because there was yeah. a lot of killing and stuff that happened. Yeah, that films. one That one I might not watch, but this is yeah. that one that's interesting to me. Um, yeah. Still have struggled to find information on Apartheid. Really bums me out don't like it oh i got my three books i did order so i'm excited to jump into those oh nice Let me i'm, know just, how those I'm are trying to I've... decide which one i want to do first and i think i want to start with trevor noah's yeah just to like start with just, something a little yeah. not lighthearted, but he i mean it's he's a, a good comedian, it's probably so a better one to ease in yeah yeah so i have to i have to look at my library's physical collections because i switched to libraries it's still the la county system but i'm closer to different libraries so i have to look at those now yeah i just so. wish that one documentary wasn't what 300 dollars or however much it was it's 30 dollars to rent yeah 
thirty dollars. I don't want to rent. I feel like when I watch a documentary, I want to like have it for a long time and be able to like rewatch things. Yeah. So no, that's my feeling as well. Um. So next week is right on track, and then the week. Let me double check. I might actually have gotten those flipped out, flipped flipped around, because now I'm feeling that. Pixel Perfect is 2003 and Right on Track is 2004. Let me check. Beep, boop, beep. No, I was right. It's Right on Track. I don't know why my brain was like, no, you're wrong. So it's Your Right on Track is right. for 2003 and then Pixel Perfect for 2004 and then 2005 is Buffalo Dreams. So part of the reason that I was super excited for Cadet Kelly not only was because it was Cadet Kelly, but it was going to be three movies in a row that I've seen and I've seen it quite a bit. I don't remember anything about Right on Track except for, like, feelings I used to have when watching it. Because um, I remember thinking it was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, and then Pixel Perfect we watched last year, back in, like, January. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it'll be and a fun Buffalo Dreams, movies. I'm just curious about Never. what it's going to be. The ti- I haven't looked into anything about what it's about, but the, the I have, title but is I just so enticing. I won't tell you. I won't tell you. Have you um, seen it? No. Or you but just I've, looked at it? I've looked at it. I might have seen it, actually, but I, I don't remember but I think Right on Track and Pixel Perfect were more ones where I would, like, circle them in the TV guide. So Yeah. It's going to be a fun All right, we need a weeks. mission for the week. Oh, Lord. Uh, learn to ribbon dance. I was actually thinking, I'm like, dance, even if it's in your own living room. Yeah. Like, dance more. Be goofy. Like, Unarm the competition. Don't be afraid to be yourself when you're, when you're out in public and... It's okay to not fit in. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't just remember that, you know, who you are is fine. You don't need to be anyone else. Um, also wear a million bracelets because that's what Kelly did. And that's what I did when I was that age. And I still yes. think it's cool. And the feathery things in your hair. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't be cool. surprised if all that stuff comes back in style. Like the butterfly clips are back. The big claw clips are back. They hurt so bad. The, oh, the... Things that torture your hair, the yeah. headbands that have the Oh, that's what I spikes. thought you were talking about. No, the... Uh, the big so claws. Are... Uh, those have been... Those have been... Those have still been in style for a while. Yeah. So, all the hair stuff from the 2000s is coming back. Oi. Oi, oi, oi. Well, go watch Cadet Kelly. That's my other... That's my other mission. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a good one. Go to military school. <laughs> maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. And if your parents force you, then maybe be like Kelly and try it out for a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I could ever go to military school, but... I'm sure this wasn't a super accurate representation either, oh, so... Probably not. Anyway, see you in the next one, everybody. Hopefully it won't be as long of a wait. Oh, I hope not. Watch my computer break again. <laughs> Woo! Bye! Bye! <laughs>